0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with the Supernova podcast. We might have taken a hiatus for about two and a half months, but we didn't really go anywhere. We were just dealing with life and how crazy it all is. We have COVID, which who knows what the outcome is going to be. Life is crazy for the mere fact that most of us who have children are home learning on in front of a computer, but we decided, hell, we are going to get back into this today. And with me, I always have, what's your name again? Robert. Robert. <laughs> Robert Wheeler, also known as Bobby. And today we are also bringing in Joel Helmick, who is going to be taking over the kids and teens programming for the supernova um, uh, mentality that we're going towards. So Joel, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good, man. Thanks. Uh, thank you guys for having me on today. I'm excited.
0: Oh, great. I'm glad that you can make it. I know that you're a busy man and there's a lot going on in your life. So I'm glad you could drive on down and and meet us from uh, where you live over in Round Hill. (laughs) Right, right, right. Um, So all in all, jokes aside, we're here. We wanted to introduce Joel and what he's going to be doing. But really from here, I'm going to ask Joel the general question, who you are, what you do, and what's your background in life?
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, I've I've been working here at PR Star for three years now, three years. Three years? I'll give you three, maybe three and a half. Yeah, it's been a good time. Uh, Came on as uh, like an operations manager role. It's been great. Um, And then slowly kind of folding into this this more youth scene that we're trying to harbor and develop. So uh, really enjoyed that. Uh, Before PR Star, I was uh, an athlete. I was a college soccer player, high school soccer player. Uh, Brief stint professionally, got drafted out of college, which was awesome. What team? Uh, I got drafted to the Colorado Rapids. Are they still a team? They are still a team. Awesome. They've been since 96. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So they're still going strong. Good. Great, great club. Great, great spot.
0: Um, so obviously you played soccer in yeah. high school. You played soccer in college. You made a brief uh, entrance into the uh, professional world. Um, before you came over here to PR star, what did you do?
1: Yeah, so uh between that time that was you know just out of college for a couple years. Uh now I'm 30. Uh between that time, uh I was a soccer coach for high school, for college level, um club level locally. Uh, I was also a Fairfax County substitute teacher and uh uh elementary level uh like K through 4 PE teacher. At uh, Saint Luke, out in, uh, Well, I would in the bet plane. that you're a
0: happy man not being a teacher right now. <laughs> yeah, I actually walked into my son's one. PE class the other day, which is going on virtually, and I kind of giggled because the teacher spoke for thirty minutes straight on mute before the kids told him anything. So <laughs> <laughs> it was a dirty move, um, awesome, but you know, <laughs> life is what it is, right? You got to take That's the, awesome. you got to roll with the punches and keep on moving forward. Um, so, what college did you go to? Uh, I went to Longwood University. I well, got... we'll hold the jokes on that one.
1: Um, <laughs> what did you get your degree in? Uh, uh, exercise science. And uh, that's, um, that's a kinesiology degree. And there were two subsets. There was feet, which is physical education. And then exercise science was my area of specialty.
0: So for us... Uh not so smart individuals what is kinesiology based uh on?
1: kinesiology is the science of human movement there you go yeah. so he
0: knows the body people that's good to know pretty good um hey robert you gonna chime in anytime soon
2: i am i'm letting you roll with it right now okay <laughs> you're on a roll
0: um so no it's it's a cool background for joel right you know obviously he, he played competitively all the way to the professional level level in soccer he went to college he got a kinesiology background for his degree, he taught kids. So why the hell wouldn't we bring him on to, to be a part of this and focus in on our athletics training program for kids anywhere between seven and 14, um, kids that are looking to be within a group setting, kids that are looking to be in an individual setting, anything that they may be able to do, why wouldn't we tap into that resource? So Joel, why don't you talk to us a little bit about what you started here on the kid level pre-quarantine and and now during quarantine, mm-hmm. what, what offerings we give just on a class base?
1: Yeah, so for, this was probably maybe a little over a year ago now, we started offering youth classes. Now um, CrossFit kids is something that's popular in, in CrossFit gyms around the world. Um, however, I think this is just a cut, maybe not a cut above, but just a little bit different than that because it focuses on athletic performance um, and it's a little bit in that so that was a a class that we were having started out a couple times a week um, and we had actually expanded it to uh five days a week we were having it four in the evenings once on the weekend um and it was you know still a class based 45 minutes to an hour and we were working specifically on you know good health habits movements proper movement but also um you know athletic development where we were working on speed agility um you know, light strength gains, things like that, and always uh, moving properly and helping any any. So staff, what have you done
0: school. to adjust during this
1: amazing yeah. COVID time, right? So that, that definitely threw us a curveball, and we're definitely still uh, figuring a lot of things out, but still trying to grow and develop through it all. We simply, like we did with our class-based model for all our adults, we switched to an online base for the kids. Um, and it's funny you say that your, your son was, uh, David was in a PE class. Um, our athletics class, we call our program athletics and, um, what they, what we did is take it online and we really are very interactive with the kids that are involved in this. And I think we actually gained since we've, uh, switched over to the online model, we've gained some membership of kids that participate in these classes and they're very similar, but they can use what they have around their houses right. uh, to get a good workout, good stuff. And uh, still working on developing through that. Awesome. Yeah. So Joel,
2: you, um, yeah, you got the, these programs here at CrossFit or uh, sorry, PR star fitness up and running. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got team training going, you're involved in personal training with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the natural uh, evolution of this would, to get involved with programming uh, on the supernova level, which is um, you know, what, what this new role for you is. Talk to me a little bit about what it looks like programming for uh, teens and kids, different different types of athletes that you've seen and um, the different types of programs that you offer, whether these kids want to compete in the sport of CrossFit yeah. or they're chasing college
1: scholarships or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so yeah, with COVID came a little bit more uh, delved into this supernova scene, but also personal training and um, with kids and you know the kids with their parents and families are more comfortable getting in here. We work with them, but some of them that aren't, you know, I work remotely right now with a couple high school boys, um, and I've also worked remotely with uh, on the programming aspect of uh, this supernova training, and. Um, you know, it, it, it really varies. Uh, to answer your question, I, I work with currently a boy who's a, a college soccer prospect. Um, and, you know, that's that's a lot of speed explosive. He's also trying to put on some size. Um, so we, you know, we're helping him get, get that going. We're also, uh, I also work with a, a boy down in uh, Alabama. He's a, he's a football player, not currently playing, but he's also trying to work on continuing to add size and strength and power. Um, So I'm helping him with that. The whole um, difference, I think, between like supernova training and youth supernova training would definitely be the kind of rapport you have with a client because it's definitely different with the kid, even a high school kid. um, You know, you definitely have to be maybe a little more hands on, a little more intuitive and you got to have a good uh, understanding of how to communicate and get the most out of the kid. This is the same for any athlete, but. I think, um, you know, with the kid, you really got to listen, you really got to understand and you really have to teach um, some of these things in a distance environment and all that and, uh, and help them also feel like they're achieving their goals, highlight their successes, all that good stuff. So
0: obviously in today's world, uh, maybe not as much as when I was younger, and I understand that both of you are younger than I am, <laughs> um, but it was very rare for a athlete at you know 10 11 12 maybe 13 14 15 you start getting into Mm -hmm. it uh but it was rare to do extra stuff outside of your normal day-to-day practice um are you seeing the trend that more people are trying to get that step above some you know their their competition or their Mm -hmm. their friendly buddy that wants to play soccer or linebacker or whatever um where where do you see that going more people wanting to to give their kid that advantage?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um it's great. It's a great point to bring up. It's uh I I we currently work with some the age group you said 10, 11, 12 year olds that are really trying to get their bearings in performance development, weight training, get a step ahead of their peers and their competition. And um I think that's great. I think there's a stigma about young kids Lifting weights before a certain level, uh, and I think that's footing, kind, of, uh, kind know, of an old wives' yeah, tale, yeah. Exactly. Obviously, the
0: kid needs to be able to do an air squat before yeah. they put on weight, but if the movement is correct, absolutely. You know, I remember, hey, you yeah. can't lift until you're 13 14 because no. it's going to
1: stunt your growth, not, yeah. Not there's nothing that supports that <clears throat> whatsoever, like you said, an old wives' tale, and you know, the kids that we've been working with, we've seen some tremendous both performance out on the field, but, um, or courts or whatever sport they play. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, great development in the gym in terms of numbers and speed.
0: No, I, I I hope that people that are listening to this, um, they, they they take it for what it's worth, right. You know, just because something that was said 15, 20 years ago, maybe even 10 or five, you know, do your research and figure out if, if it's a true statement or if it's, uh, if it's something that's, that's just out there that could be wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. Um that's good to know. So obviously we briefly talked about COVID and how you guys have or how you have adjusted our athletics program to go on online. Um do you see any pros or cons on either way with COVID with with how you're coaching or being able to program for athletes or what's that experience like?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I personally I think us as a staff here at PRSR that we we definitely try to have, you know, take the high road, take a positive spin on anything yet. Yeah. Any adverse situation is going to come up. We got to adjust, move on, as you say, Ryan, continuously evolve or die. Um, so we're just trying to move forward. And uh, in a way, COVID has been nice because it has allowed us to focus on the individual aspect, on now getting into supernova training for the youth, uh, mm-hmm. a little bit of personal training, more personal training for the youth, especially that we have in network and now trying to broaden our horizons with uh, more kids that just, you know, they want to they continue to the world will be changed by this pandemic, but we will get to a point where we're continuing to play. I mean, currently we're still watching sports on TV. There are still, you know, professional sports, collegiate sports, things that are playing. There's plans to get everything back in place, hopefully in the near future, but it's still in the far future. We'll see. And, um, you know, we'll be here to help any kid who wants to come in through or parents that want their kids to get some help uh, on enhancing and helping their performance.
2: I want to talk about the safety again real quick mm-hmm. about it. So you talked about the difference between adults uh, going through some customized programming yeah. and kids going through customized programming. Oftentimes we get adults that do it, that have a history of some sort of training Yeah, and they're looking for just more guidance to get to their specific goals, but they've done a lot of the movements before. Yeah. That's most adults that we get. Yeah. A lot of times kids don't have that same background Absolutely. or training age as we like to call it. Um, not even age, just training age. How long have you been training? So, for the parents out there listening to this, how how do you deal with a kid that doesn't have uh, that experience in the gym, and you're writing workouts for them? Are they going to the gym blind? Yeah. Are they getting exercise demos? Are they able to video chat with you with you know a, a combo of some sort of online personal training and yeah. Supernova? Can you talk on that? Real quick? Absolutely great. Um,
1: so yes to essentially everything you said um you know we have a number of kids right now that we work with where they kind of do a hybrid we can do in person or remote personal training where we're going on you know a facetime or a zoom call whatever is convenient for the family um and we hop on and you know it's in a controlled environment we're always starting the kid with the basic movements and then progressing to the next level that they can handle uh, and they will not graduate to that next level let's say they're going from an air squat to a goblet squat then from a goblet squat to a barbell front squat or a dumbbell front squat and then keep building up that way um and then we can also through we use a program as you guys know true coach and that's a great tool for us where we can deliver our programming and um also it's very simple very easy for us as programmers us as coaches to apply uh demo videos in that program uh, so that they can have the visual without necessarily us being around so you can either pair those two things together, or you can go with the demo video, which is a great resource too. Uh, I think, you know, when you're younger, you know, being explained something verbally or reading it, the comprehension is sometimes really hard. I think kinesthetic learning, which is hands-on learning, kinesiology type stuff, um, that's the best way, um, and it's best done in person. However, those who don't have that ability or are not comfortable going in person, we can still apply that, that tool of the remote personal training sessions and, uh, demo videos, which is great.
2: Yeah. For those that don't know that are listening, true coaches are, um, a programming application that we use where we can enter workouts. Uh, it's, um, uh, it's an app that the user will get on their phone. The athlete will get on their phone and the workouts will pop up daily with, uh, demo videos. Um, uh, and there's communication with the coach through that app. So that's what Joel was referencing, referencing there. Um, so, we talked about now you, mm-hmm. you know you're starting to get involved in these in this training. You've talked about the different athletes. You got somebody in uh, that tr- you're training all the way out in Alabama. So this is uh, you you could in essence train anyone anywhere, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I mean I
1: know you, you you work with people nation worldwide. Or uh have? yeah, have yeah. somebody in, in Germany, but yeah awesome. uh yep. Yeah. So, so it, it, it works, you know, and it'll work well for kids too, especially like I said, with the tools that we have. Um, and, you know, in, in today's age, the world is, is small, you know, with the type of communic- communication and connections we have. So uh, anybody listening from anywhere, we can, we can get you get you sorted out, get your kids, get them some help, get them moving well and in a safe, controlled environment and, and get them growing, you know, keep them moving forward with all these things that are going
2: on. Yeah. And we something we've noticed with the adults has been accountability mm-hmm. through COVID, um, say probably about half half the um, athletes that are involved in uh, supernova training as adults are invested in it for some sort of form of accountability, um, which is great. That's Absolutely. that's what it's designed for. Um, now, what about kids with accountability and then kids that may have different goals than competing in, in college, whether they want to compete in the sport across that's it right. yeah. or
1: they want to just get healthy or yeah. get certain goals. And, you know, believe it or not, on both fronts there, I do have kids that, we do currently have kids that train with us that for that are competitive in terms of the sport of CrossFit, the sport of fitness, um, and kids that know that it is good for them and want to push themselves simply to be healthy, to be strong, uh, to be proud of efforts that they put forward. Um, the biggest thing for accountability for kids now, you might think or say like, you know, parents are the big driving factor there. The parents want their kids, all right, I'm doing this because my mom or dad said so great, cool. The kid's going to show up, but the big onus is on us or me as the coach of the programmer to make it exciting, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, if we have a demo video, maybe put a demo video, if, if a kid likes CrossFit, maybe I'm going to attach a, a demo video of the, uh, the recent, uh, remote CrossFit games just happened of, you know, maybe something like Matt Frazier smashing a, a workout. Um, or if it's, uh, something that I got to do where I got to, Compare performances from the past. Show them their numbers from what they did two months ago, and now they're repping it out easy. You know, it's like, look at this growth. Uh, or just like if we have an online meeting or something where we're checking in or, or doing a remote session. You know, it, it's tough. Especially a lot of kids are sitting in front of screens right now. But like getting into to a feeling where it's not so bad. Where they're up and moving. Yeah, I'm on a screen, but hey, getting jazzed up, bringing the energy, helping them even maybe pick up their energy a little bit, especially if they're going into school or after school. Um, it's really on on the coach to really bring it big time.
0: Awesome. Yeah, man. I I think everything that you guys are talking about, everything we talked about prior to to what you guys just kind of discussed, has been great information for people to know. Um, I think it's it's great to to have you a part of the Supernova team to to start programming for uh, other athletes out there. Not uh you know you already have a handful already, so it's not like this is brand new to you and, and something that you haven't done. So, with all that being said, you know I kind of like to to end things on a, on a fun, exciting note, not as just so serious. So yeah. I'll, I'll just ask a simple question: Do you know what you're gonna be for Halloween? <laughs> and if you oh. don't
1: know what you're gonna be, do you know what your children are oh, gonna be? Kids, yeah. My son wants to be a ghost. Okay. That'll be interesting because I don't think we're just going to do a sheet with holes cut in it. That'd be kind of strange. And okay. Um, um, He's got really white hair. So, so like, your son's going to be a ghost. Yeah, and then uh, I think my daughter, who's nine months old, she's going to be dressed up as Pebbles. Oh. Uh, from the Flintstones. So you
0: should be Bam Bam and... Uh...
1: My son should be Barney. Uh, yeah. Barney, Barney Rubble. Barney. Yeah, I'll be Barney. I'll be Barney Rubble. There you
2: go. Bobby, how about you? It's awesome. I, I have not decided my Halloween costume yet, but my son is gonna be Winnie the Pooh. I put him in the costume the there other night, go. and it was the waterworks, man. It was. Not, it was not. Oh good. no!
0: Everybody does fun. Winnie the Pooh. I think David at one point. Like, <laughs> uh, Winnie or Tigger or something.
1: Then, so
2: that too. makes you
1: Christopher.
2: Yeah? Uh, yeah, I there guess so. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so awesome. awesome. All good. Fellas. What about you, Ryan?
0: uh i can't, can't just, speak on it i can't it's speak on it. Like my <laughs> kids listen to this podcast i will tell everybody listening that nobody in my home knows what we are other than myself and they will receive their costume the day of halloween Sick. wow that's awesome exciting so
1: uh, exciting. Keeping, the, keeping
0: the tensions high i love it Yeah, I, I mean you got to find some fun stuff to do and, and that's what we did
2: so Big time. um just one real quick before we wrap up, Joel, if, if there's anybody listening right now and they are interested in getting their kids signed up or they themselves at they're teenagers, yeah. they're, they're interested, how do they go about that and how do they reach
1: out to you? Yeah, so there's two ways. You can go um, info at prstarfitness.com uh, and that's really simple. That goes to our entire staff here or you can reach directly out to me and that's just Joel, J-O-E-L, at prstarfitness.com. Again, Joel, J-O-E-L at prstarfitness.com. Hit me up anytime. We'd love to chat with you. Awesome.
0: Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you listening and we will catch you on the flip side. Thank you, everybody.